0: Um, for the last several weeks, and this will have to be the last week because we've got other series planned. The last several weeks, um, we've been in, a, in a, a self-entitled sermon series called Holy Habits, Holy Habits. Uh, I'm just going to say this because I see some precious people here today that the Lord's blessed us for them to be here with us and, and they haven't been here maybe in a week, couple of weeks since the first of the year. They, they may not know about this, but we put this manual together for everybody that comes through the doors of Oaks Church. And it was, um, it was birthed out of our heart in the sermon series, working on and developing and becoming more disciplined, more structured in the first of this year um, to have some holy habits in our lives. And so if you've never gotten one of these i I would love for you to stop by today we're going to keep them around i think these are also going to be a part of some of our outreach today Uh, be sure and pick one of these up it's a bible reading it's several different bible reading plans it's it's great instructional teaching and information about prayer it has some fasting information in there that i'm going to go over a little bit today but again from the beginning of this year we were looking at developing holy habits in our lives developing holy habits in our lives oftentimes we hear it's not how you start it's how you finish and that's true that that's definitely true but if you had the opportunity to get off the line correctly off the line on time off the line in your lane off the line getting in stride versus not trust me i've lived long enough to know you would rather get off the line the right way So we just wanted to help everybody get off the line going into this year um, the right way how God would want them to do that. In this series, there's a precious lady here. I didn't quite catch her name yet, so I can't use her as a servant illustration, but there's a lady that had been watching since the first of the year because of the holy habits, and uh, she came today for the very first time in person. If you're here and that's you, you know who I'm talking about. Would you slip your hand up? Somebody showed her to me out front earlier. Where's she at? She at? Okay. Oh, there she is over there. Come on. Give her a hand clap. Thank you for being here with us today. We hope the the holy habits have been a blessing to you. And uh, really, this is what I've been doing all week. You guys may know, I don't know if we have a graphic or something that could throw us a little bit off the wall here, but you guys know that we have launched out into a partnership with SUM, School of Urban Missions, and uh, we are about to become a cohort allowing young men young women men women people at any stage any walk in their life to pursue a a degree in bible education bible literacy and so they extended an invitation to me this past week to come out to where their new headquarters is outside of sacramento and they had just said hey we're going to give you the tour and um, we'd like you to do a couple of services for us when you're there so i was like oh yeah great and they're like we'll do a chapel and maybe you could do something for area pastors on church planning and then I got this email from this doctor and he, he, the email he sent me was about like this. That should have been an indicator to me where, what was about to happen. And he, and basically said, we, we'd like you to record some, um, in a studio, some information on discipleship eight hours later <laughs> woo, <laughs> with a time clock, they film you for 30 minutes. You take a break for like two seconds and they say, okay, you ready? Start again. Eight hours later. Then got a chance to uh, jump in on a master's class and teach a master's class um, about the effectiveness of church evangelism. So it's, it's been a great week of opportunities for Oaks Church, a great week to sow seed, a great week for me to get a bigger vision for the School of Ministry we're launching out in partnership with here in the fall. Um, if you need any information on that, you can see Miss Brittany she's going to be our cohort advisor and the pastor on staff doing that that's Brittany russell but the reason i mention that is i have been in the vein since the beginning of this year in this series and now all week that vein of discipleship discipleship and so i really feel as if today i I have tons of sermon information i I can stand here and i can preach and i can call out passages to you today I, i just really feel like this daddy thing on me, like we're just having a little bit of a family meeting and I can, I can wrap all of this up. I can tie all this together at the end of this series. I've been preaching real hard through it for the last few weeks. So today we're going to jump back in to the last installment of Holy Habits. And so far we have covered uh, Bible study. We, we, we've covered the importance of God's word. I'm not going to preach backwards. We've, we've talked about prayer. Uh, we've been in Matthew six for the last several weeks, the Sermon on the Mount powerful we we couldn't teach all of Matthew 5 6 7 and 8 if we took a year to preach everything Jesus preached there the Beatitudes just so much but Jesus in this one passage in Matthew chapter 6 verses 1 through 18 where we've been the last three weeks he says "Here, here are some habits that are not optional you don't do these to become Christian you do these and they're a part of your life because you are Christian and he said when you give not if you give said, when you give, don't give this way, give this way. He said, when you pray. Not if you pray. He said, when you pray. Because there's going to be something in you. This is where we left the sermon last week. There's a spirit that comes to live inside of us called the Holy Spirit. And that spirit, one of his first ministries is to say from inside of you, Abba, Father. You know the Holy Spirit inside of you is called the inner witness of the Spirit will compel you to want to talk to your daddy. It's not natural for a son or for a daughter to not talk to their parents. It's not, it's not natural. And I know plenty of people in that situation, and it's and it's tough on all involved. But that spirit in you will say, Abba, Father. But when that spirit calls out for you to talk to God, that spirit at the same time is telling you, you belong to God. That you're saved. I, d- I don't have to wonder, am I saved? I don't have to wonder, am I on my way to heaven? I don't have to wonder, is my name written in the Lamb's book of life? Because the inner witness of the spirit convinces me that I am the child of God, and that spirit calls out to its daddy, Abba Father. It's just natural for a Christian to wanna pray. I said I wouldn't preach backwards, so I'm gonna move on and go forward into this week. Jesus said, when you fast, not if you fast. When you fast, not if you fast. You know, and and this isn't meant to be condemning today. This is meant to be enlightening today, and informational today, because just like there are some benefits in giving, just like there's some benefits in praying just like there's some benefits that hopefully you understand a little bit better in worship there's also tremendous benefits to fasting so many times we look at giving or praying or worshiping like it like well we're giving something and so like it's going to cost us trust me you always get way more back than you give you you cannot outgive god if you take one step towards him if you sacrifice one thing for him if if you move towards him he does way more when He moves towards you, when He gives to you, when He blesses you and protects you and heals you. The last one that I want to talk about today is found in verses 16 through 18, there in Matthew chapter 6, and um, I'm going to read those verses in just a few moments. But but I think this is the final introductory thought that I want to add to this message. A moment ago, we had powerful worship. Now, I'm talking to the church. I'm I'm talking to believers in this house about your walk, about your discipleship, about your process with God. You know, Jesus didn't say, go make converts. He said, go make disciples. Go go make disciples and teach them all the stuff I've taught you. That's the, the... great commission for most christians the great sin of omission the thing we leave out we want somebody to sign a pledge card check a box raise their hand say a prayer and leave them at that point in the convert stage instead of taking them into our friendships or into our circles or into our small groups or into our lives and discipling them helping them to become who they're supposed to be in god that's another foundational core here at oaks church it's our discipleship process that happens through small groups and if you're not in small groups yet man they got some jam up small groups this semester and uh, I'd love to see you go visit the church website and find you a life group that'll be life given to you and help you in that discipleship process when we end our time of introspection today when we end our time of the focusing on self we now on the fifth Sunday of the month are gonna go look at others find how we can serve and bless and give and pour into them and to be that missional-minded church that reaching church that we are that we started as making a difference in this community around us here's what jesus said he said when you fast don't make it obvious because this is what hypocrites do for they think if they make themselves look miserable and disheveled that people will admire them for their fasting he said i tell you the truth That is the only reward that they'll ever get out of it do do, do you see it's this is so very simple he's trying to tell you there's benefits in this discipline this this discipline of fasting can bless your life this discipline of fasting carries blessings on it that god wants to release into your life but if you do it wrong and you do it hypocritically or just outwardly or just showy you're not going to get the blessing God wants you to get and that blessing of just letting other people know you're sacrificing something for God is the only gift there'll be to it he said so listen don't do it hypocritically he said I tell you the truth this is the only reward people will get when they fast in this way but when you fast be sure and brush your teeth be sure and comb your hair be sure and wash your face In other words jesus is saying put yourself together as you would any other day then no one will notice that you're on a fast except your father who knows what you are doing in private and then your father who sees everything i love this promise he will begin to reward you openly Father, today, thank you for an incredible time of worship. Thank you for the strong meat of your word. I pray that um, our lives would have come out of the gate in 2023 in the right lane with the right start developing these holy habits. And I pray today that this weighty, rich, meaty topic that we're on just for this week, um, God, wouldn't be condemning, wouldn't be heavy on people, but God, that it would be inspiring to people here today that it would be enlightening to people today so that they can get more out of their relationship with you than they've ever gotten in the past i pray that all in jesus name amen and amen thank you so much pastor chad for uh hanging with me a long time today thank god you wore your tennis shoes you've been up here an hour and 12 minutes at this point come on give him (laughs) one more hand let him know you love him I'm going to just give you a lot of information for you note takers first Um, if i was to to just contextually break down those three verses uh, matthew 6 16 17 and 18 here's what i believe jesus is saying contextually he's saying number one fasting is not optional it's not something you do to become it's something you do because you already are Um, So many of us fall into this trap of trying to be a human doing instead of being a human being. Christians get very dewy and we get the order of works out of order with our faith. Works should flow from our faith, not works leading us to our faith. Um, fasting is a normal part of who we are, that that there is some level of sacrifice going on in me spiritually that helps me be stronger and closer to God. He says fasting is not optional. He said do not do it hypocritically. Do not do it for mere outward appearance basically he said try to be as close to normal stay in the regular routines of your life as you can not to draw attention to yourself and then last but not least jesus tells us when you fast make sure that the motivation for your fast is connecting with god now if if you were here last week you've got a big kick out of i saw it make it to social media and everything when my father-in-law pastor todd um i was asking him to do a small demonstration of hemming me up and he got a little carried away and bent both of my arms up here by my shoulder blades and then he started kneeing me in the back of my knees i thought i was being arrested again i mean i was like man been a few years still feels the same though so um the reason i make that humorous remark today is most of us think prayer most of us think fasting is somehow some form of spiritual manipulation, some, some form of spiritually twisting God's arm up behind his back until we make him do what we want him to do for us. That's probably why you've not seen results in fasting. That's probably why you've given up on fasting because that's not at all what fasting is if i was to just now deviate from that passage of scripture and again just talk to you like a brother in the lord talk to you like a dad in the faith talk to you just like as a pastor in the in the role of a teacher um i would want you to know that you are a spirit you you are a triune being you are a spirit, your spirit is alive, your spirit is what makes you who and what you are, your spirit gives life to your body, you are a spirit you have a soul, that's will and emotions and faculty and feelings and that spirit that you are that was the Ruach the breath of God blown into Adam's nostrils that gave Adam the ability to procreate in the earth and to pass down that human spirit that breath from God then to every man ever born from Adam and that's all of us that spirit would have this soulish faculty to it with emotions and feelings and thoughts and all of this but that could not operate in the earth without a earth suit so so God formed a body Out of the dust of the ground and he blew that spirit with that soul into a body so that that body could operate in this earth this body is just your earth suit um i i have a few lights shining in my face today but but let me tell you what i can see out there i can see many of you look very nice I, i can see many of you uh you you visibly combed your hair you 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 yeah, i i can see many of you are working out yeah, you're you're in the gym i can see your trim you're i can see very well that, that some of you and i'm just look straight at the back well i can see i can see some of you have been eating real well that that i mean i, I mean i can see every i mean no, what i'm getting at and i'm not looking at anybody i'm just looking at the camera right now If you know, you know. If the Holy Spirit drops that on your doorstep, well, then just take it like you would an Amazon Prime package and say, okay, I'm gonna gonna back up on it. Buy me some bigger clothes. I can tell you've put effort into who you are, your appearance, your earth suit. Let me tell you about this body we live in. When it gets tired, we let it sleep. When, when, When our fingernails, Get a little, some way we don't like them, we trim them or get a manicure or our feet. Get a little, some of you need a pedicure. Yes, you do need a pe- I've never had one. They tell me they're amazing. I'm preaching to myself right now. They, Brooke says, I don't know if they would work on your toes first. She said, but if they would, you definitely need one. Today, you're probably already thinking about Kentucky Fried Chicken or the new checkers right there across uh, from the college or, or Catfish Charlie's or some other restaurant. And, you're probably, and the more I'm talking, you're probably getting more hungry right now. And, and, and what that is, is it's a sign that you are in submission to your body, that generally your body calls the shots in your day-to-day life. When it wants to sleep, you let it sleep. When it's hungry, you feed it. When, it. when it wants a craving or a feeling or a sensation, you go to Miss Debbie Snowcombs. Mm. Bless you, Jesus. Miss Debbie, where are you at? Does everybody know who Miss Debbie Calloway is? Debbie Snowballs? Oh, my Lord. Come on, let's hear from Miss Debbie. Wow. you go by there and get you some little divine special creation and just, mm, mm, just about eat the cup when you finish with it. <laughs> Fasting is when you say for a small amount of time, we're going to talk about different fasts. I promise I'm coming on with the come on. Fasting is when you say, hey, wait a minute. I am not a body that, that has a soul with the incorporation of a spirit. Fasting is when you say my spirit man is feeling ultra oppressed. My, my my spirit man is feeling ultra natural. My, my my spirit man that is that is a light the spirit was life from God I'm not feeling very connected to God. I know everything about every news station. I know everything about the market. I know everything about the interest rates. I know everything about how many, how many inches of rain we had, how high the river is. I, I mean, you know all the, I'm so worldly minded. I can tell you what the stocks are doing, the Dow is doing. I can tell you about the protests going on. I can tell you about the police department, the mayor. I know all this. I am very worldly minded. And all of a sudden you realize my spirit is not as vibrant as it should be i I know more about stuff i don't actually even need to know about and i don't have that much of god in me or a relationship with god and you reverse the roles for a set time you say i'm not going to let my body call the shots for this day or this meal or the next day or this month or this week i'm going to let my spirit call the shots and i'm going to put my flesh down so that my spirit can soar Most people think I fast because I'm trying to get something from God. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to manipulate God. I'm going to trick God. I'm going to not eat grannies this afternoon for lunch and God's going to give me a new car. You're just setting yourself up to get burnt out with fasting. That That's not the benefit of fasting. That's not the miracle of fasting. That's, that's not the correct practice of that holy heaven. That, that, that fast will help you learn that that spirit inside of you is actually far more life-giving than you know. That spirit inside of you is far more powerful than you know. And when you start reversing those roles, pushing that flesh down, all of a sudden you'll see such breakthrough, strength in your spiritual life, discipline over saying no to spending too much money. Discipline saying no to substances and addictions, you'll see all kinds of strength. You'll, it'll change everything. You'll realize how strong the spirit man really is. Oftentimes, when we fast, it's not the fast that brings the breakthrough, it's not the fast that brings the miracle oftentimes the fast gets you in position to receive the breakthrough to receive the miracle it's not you twisting god's arm it's not you conforming god to the image you want it's god really conforming you to who you're supposed to be to get what he wants you to have it's a tug of war between heaven and earth and flesh and spirit that little cartoon we all grew up on with the little red angel And the little white angel, that's really pretty close to true, but they're actually inside of you, there are two natures. There is a sin nature that wants to do things greedy, selfish, pridefully, egotistically, all the things that makes the world a boring and bland place, because everybody has that fallen nature. And then there's this new nature inside of you that wants to give love and peace and mercy and grace and faithfulness and gentleness and self-care. And those things are constantly in a tension and a tug of war of which one's going to grow and be the strongest, how many of you know you've really done something wrong to somebody in the past week or so and you knew you should say you're sorry but you didn't say it huh i'm not gonna say i'm sorry How, how many of you know you cut somebody off in traffic how many i mean and 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 we get used to being those type of people but the little check of that holy spirit of the word of god that'll say hey don't cut them off hey hey don't don't not say you're sorry hey don't not give a compliment hey don't not hold that door the more you run away from that and 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 not surrender to that the quieter that voice will get and the harder like a callous your heart and your spirit will become to the very sinful things that are reproducing the not so good life that you're living you, you you don't even realize you're creating the mess That you're living in that you're displeased with but you're creating it by following the fallen nature that only leads to death the wages of sin is Guess what death still pays the same Sin still pays the same and i'm not talking about god burning you in hell for eternity That that's not what i'm saying i'm telling you when we give into the wrong nature and we consistently sin the spiritual ramifications of sinning is it brings corruption, it brings death, it brings decay into your life, into your relationships, into your friendships, into your dreams. It's, it's, it's such, so damaging for all of us. All right. So if I could just take a moment and just tell you what fasting is, that's what I would tell you. Now, I just want to tell you, it's in this book. There's several different ways that you can fast. A full fast is when you say, I'm not going to eat or I'm not going to drink anything. Does anybody know who did that in the Bible? Jesus. And how long did he do it? Has anybody tried to fast 40 minutes? Has anybody ever tried to fast four hours? Has anybody ever tried to fast breakfast? Has anybody ever tried to fast three days? Has anybody ever tried to fast a week? Listen to me, you a bad motor scooter son, you fast 40 days. The Bible says Jesus come up out of that. Holy smoke, he was raising the dead, healing leprosy. Oh, he, he was so powerful in the Holy Spirit, he was spitting in dirt, healing people's eyes. <laughs> eyes would open. You a bad boy son. The Bible says he got water baptized. The Holy Spirit descended on him like a dove. And the next verse from John 3 over to John 4 says, and he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil for 40 days. Check this out. The Holy Spirit picked a fight with the devil. The Holy Spirit didn't run from the devil like most of us are trying to do. The Holy Spirit said, come on, come on, bring it. Bring me what you got, bring it. And he beat him for 40 days, 40 nights. And when Jesus came up out of that spiritual warfare, out of that fast, every miracle in the New Testament that you read about happened after that experience. (laughs) Happened after that experience. You can do what they would call a Daniel fast. I I personally like the Daniel fast. It's very hard for me because it's the two things I like the most, breads and sweets. (laughs) Daniel said, I'm going to drink water and I'm going to eat vegetables. Just test me for 10 days. Just don't make me eat the the, the pork. Don't make me drink the king's wine. He said, just give me 10 days. Just let me eat vegetables and drink water and see if in 10 days I don't look better than everybody else. They came back in 10 days and Daniel looked better than anybody else. They said, we're going to leave you alone. You, You know what you're talking about. Um, You can can do partial fast, which is anything you choose. You can do a three-day fast, you can use food, you can do drink. I love this one, this has been a big one for me over the years, social media fast. Some of you would be more pleasant people if you got off Facebook. Some of you would be happier in life, where you're at in life, if you didn't compare your life and your children and your home to everybody else's Instagram stories that they're posting about where they're at. Uh, some of you would be a lot better Christians if you didn't know everything going on on every news channel. Some of you would be nicer to your wife if you didn't watch all of the division and naysaying and destruction on TV every day. And then you... I walked in the wellness center. They had the meeting of the minds, four or five little old men were in there drinking coffee. I'm gonna be one of them one day, I'm sure. And uh, I was getting me a glass of coffee. I said, well, y'all got the world's problems figured out. And one of them just so quick, he said, too far gone to do anything with it now. (laughs) I mean, he he didn't, it didn't take him up. I mean, as soon as I said it, he didn't even think. I'm too far gone, can't fix it (laughs) now. That brother needs some fasting in his life. That brother needs some Jesus. That brother, that brother need to get off the news. So man, God's doing some stuff. Oaks church is going to be out in the city today, helping people, loving on people, the kingdom of God. I drove into church this morning. Listen to me. You want to talk about a ministry field. That's why I love these creative people that are on this team. We drive by, we're coming in here to have church, right? And we look every day sunday sunday morning there are a hundred or 200 people standing out here at the plasma center at five thirty in the mornings how much money do they get 20 dollars. we're coming in here it's, it's not much that's all i'm trying and i'm not listen to what i'm saying i'm not condemning people i'm not getting but like oh let's go have church and then somebody on our team said no, let's go be the church. It's reach Sunday. We're going to go down here and have daylight donuts with the plasma center people this morning and pray for them and love on them and tell them about the goodness of God. And I just came blazing off the interstate, coming to be church. And I looked there and I saw these red shirts everywhere out there. And I saw them people, man, they were eating them donuts. <laughs> They was all smiling. Did y'all take coffee too? They were drinking coffee. Somebody showed up for those people in a bad spot, probably in a low point, probably in a tough situation and said, we're not here to judge you. We're not here to get down on you. We're not here to take anything from you. We're here this morning just to be a little source of encouragement, to show a little bit of love, to show that there's a little bit of God still left in humanity and wants to see, I want that brother at the wellness center out there serving donuts next time he needs to see it ain't too far gone we're just doing too little huh? i'm gonna give this last one and we're gonna move on word fast word fast anybody know what a word fast is that's a good place to start That's why I love Oaks Church. We real here. We are real. I love it. We preach the truth, but we give grace because ain't nobody in here holy. Ain't nobody in here got it all together. We were saved. We are being saved. And praise God, one day we're going to be saved. It's called salvation, sanctification, and glorification. Don't get them mixed up. You are in the process right now of being made to look like Jesus. And that's an ugly process because sometimes you don't want to do right. And God has to twist you up, twist me up to make us the image he wants us to be word fast could be i'm not gonna say cuss words that's a great one love that awesome man i love it. another one would be you just don't say nothing maybe another one would be i'm not gonna post this on facebook hello you you, you do know you don't have to post everything you know on facebook you, you do know you don't have to post everything you think and feel on facebook right you do know that I felt the husband's spirit say, "Oh, I wish my wife had gone a word fast." <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You hear me back there? <laughs> <Just messing. laughs> I got here this morning. I was, Man, I've been I didn't get home till late. I've been took a 14-hour flight to halfway across the world to get back here. I walk in there, I said, man, I'm going to get up. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to serve and help work. I walk in the front door at 645 and Miss Rhonda's, Todd, I need you to do this. John, do this. Jonathan, do this, do this. I said, praise the Lord. We wouldn't know what to do without you, Miss Rhonda. We would, this place wouldn't look like it does without you. Just kidding. Just kidding. A word fast. You just, just don't say nothing. Don't say nothing for a little while. A word fast. Huh? Just for a little bit, I called Brooke one afternoon. She said, um, well, how'd your day go? I said, baby, I don't want to talk. She said, what's wrong? I said, my word count is high today. <laughs> I, have, I said, baby, I talked for eight hours in front of a camera with a clock next to me, so I couldn't even cheat out of a 10 seconds or 10 minutes. I said, my word count is high. I didn't even want to hear myself talk no more at that point. Sometimes it's good just not say nothing for a while amen the attributes of fasting are this you want to do it privately you want to do it genuinely you want to do it purposefully and you want to do it prayerfully i'm going to give those to you again you do it privately genuinely purposefully and powerfully all right i'm going to get pastor chad make his way back up here um, this morning i'm going to try to help us start descending the plane land in the plane this morning and get us transitioned into what we're going to do next it's a special day for us here something we love very much i'm going to share some benefits real quick about fasting and i promise i'll I'll move quickly through them so those of you that are taking notes um, i can give you bible scriptures for every one of these but the benefit of fasting is it'll help you get control of your soul Your soul is your mind, your will, your emotions, and sometimes our emotions and our minds, they get all out of hand, and they start dominating our lives, and we start thinking things and feeling things that are untrue and not there, and and, and you can fast, and you can regain control of your soul. Um, This is one of my favorite passages of Scripture in Joel chapter 2. Another benefit of fasting is it'll help you get closer to God. Um, I preached a series of messages out of this called a heart return. This is what the Lord says Turn to me now while there is still time. Come to me and give me your hearts. Come back to me with fasting and weeping and mourning. Don't tear your clothes in your grief. Tear your hearts instead. Return to the Lord your God, for he is merciful and he is compassionate and he's slow to get angry and he's filled with unfailing love and he is eager. He is eager to relent and not punish you a heart return that's what God tells Joel he says go tell the people go tell the people to come back to me with their hearts don't come back to me with their money don't, don't, just, don't just say hey I gave don't, don't, just, don't just say oh I came I, I went to church no God says you keep all the, he said listen bring your heart back to me a heart return and then Joel said this is how God said you can get your heart back in line with God fasting here's another benefit of uh, fasting it promotes selflessness promotes selflessness here's what the Apostle Paul says have I not always been a constant example to you of how we should work to help those who are in need you should remember the words of Jesus all your life as a Christian it pays more to give than it does to get Jesus says more blessed to give what what was that great quote we heard a couple of weeks ago if if you get something you remember it today if you give something you remember it a lifetime if 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 you if you if you get something from somebody say oh thank you for lunch today but if you give something to somebody they remember it i know miss Rhonda left here last week with some people and took some people to lunch and, and gave a gift that was in her heart and that person remembers that i trust me i know they do that fasting will promote selflessness. It allows us to hear God. The Bible tells us in Isaiah 58 that all of the things of the world, it, it gets us. Sorry, that was me. I hit this microphone. All the things of the world kind of gets in the way and, and kind of dulls our senses, our spirit from being able to hear God. And that, that fasting, making some sacrifices, putting some things down will, will revive and reawaken that relationship with God. I love this. Isaiah 58 also tells us it'll break yokes man there's some things that god will break off of your life when you learn the discipline the holy habit of fasting oh i love this you ready for this talk about jesus just coming up out of that water doing some great things the disciples in matthew 27 they came to him and they said man we are over there trying to heal this kid and 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 we couldn't get him unpossessed of the devil and jesus he didn't say oh well let me show you the way if you could go to growth track if you could come to the newcomer's coffee social he said you faithless bunch of knuckleheads he said bring me the kid he lays his hands on cast the devil, and they said, why come we didn't do this? He said, because when I got up this morning and went to prayer, when I got up this morning and started fasting, you laid in your bed and ate what you wanted. This kind only comes out through prayer and fasting. It's my inner spiritual strength that gives me the ability to see the supernatural happen. Now, he'll still love you if you lay in the bed and sleep, and if you go to the lunch table where granny's in eat, He still loves you, but don't bellyache and moan and groan about not having power in the spirit realm with God jesus said that has to grow by your spirit man growing there's no such thing as a prayer and fasting devil there's just not some devil that only comes out if you pray and fast it's the spiritual strength that grows inside of a man by learning this holy habit this discipline with god i know this has been a lot you ready for this last one here it is just got to end this in this series prepares us for our service prepares us for our service that's what we're about to do right now Listen to Acts chapter 13, verses 2 through 5. And one day, as the men of the first church were all worshiping the Lord together, they had also been on a fast. And during their fast, the Holy Spirit said to them, appoint Barnabas and Saul to me for the special work of the ministry that I've called them to. So after more fasting and more prayer, all of the men of the first church laid their hands on Paul and Barnabas, and they sent them on their way. As missionaries now, I don't know if you understand that but Paul took three missionary journeys sent out from the first church of Jerusalem and the fact that you're a Christian today and the fact that there's a church here today is a direct result of that prayer meeting Paul and his ministry led to the winning of the West you're a Christian today because somebody went to a prayer meeting and had the ear and the spirit through fasting to hear that God was saying I'm setting pastor Chad apart for this I'm setting pastor Rhonda apart for this. I'm setting pastor Todd apart for this. I'm setting Jeff and Jody apart for this They didn't hear that Until they started fasting Can you imagine if they would have skipped that prayer meeting if they would have skipped that fast? Could you imagine the world not being one the West never knowing Christ that that it prepared that fast prepared how many of you how many of you, again we love pastor chad right and if i stood up here this morning we love pastor ronda right watch yeah. this i knew it come on leslie <laughs> where, where are you at come on love pastor todd right what if i stood up here today and said oh well i'm here to announce pastor ronda's resigning this morning you see right i done been through that oh Lord. Well, Brooke and I, we felt the call to Northern California. We just think we, right? See what I'm saying? I said, Lord, I have moved away from here too. To, and ended up back. I'm done, Lord. I tap out. I'm done. I, I go vacation place. is my home. You wouldn't want to hear that. Somebody's leaving, right? That fast prepared that first church. Paul was the greatest preacher they had. Was the greatest i mean he had more theological insight he wrote two-thirds of the new testament could you imagine releasing that gift could you imagine said okay we're going to release you now we bless you go win the world go win the west but they did through that fast they heard what heaven was saying and it prepared them for their service you know what we get a chance to do this afternoon we get a chance to go out and to serve amen We get a chance to go out today and to be the hands and feet of jesus they used to say this about elvis the king elvis has left the building letting everybody in there know don't riot don't tear up no more stuff stop searching through rooms he's not here anymore guess what the church is leaving the building this afternoon The church is gonna go into the highways. It's gonna go into the byways. We're gonna go all over this city. And you say, I I didn't know anything about that. Immediately when I finish, you're gonna walk out into the lobby. You've been wondering how to get one of these red shirts. We've got hundreds of them. We've got outreaches lined up all over this city. They're accessible through our Oaks Church website. We've got people standing out front today. If you don't know how to access the website, you don't know. You know what Brooke and I are doing? I thought this was the coolest thing. Has anybody ever heard of Arco? Arco? I don't want to lose my reward. Oaks Church, we, we said we'll pay for it. Can y'all bring Arco to the bowling alley? We finna take special needs people bowling today. Amen. Amen. Who, who, who wants to go bowling? Amen. Who wants to go, who wants to go preach outside and feed the homeless? Who who wants to go? We have all these different outreach all over the city some are indoor some are low impact some are high impact some are physically demanding some are non-physically we got all we we organize it have it lined up for you be easy for you to access today but it takes moments like this to hear what god is saying what heaven is saying because all of your life all of my life all of us in america this is how it is we're consumers We want what we want, live where we want to live, do what we want to do, but oftentimes the kingdom of heaven and the kingdoms of this world are counter to one another. They're they're polar opposites. It's in moments like this that God says, I want you to give this. I want you to pray. I want you to fast this. I want you to go serve this. I want you to give up something. You say, well, don't you know it's AFC and NFC today? I sure do. Guess what? I'm going to call my wife because I don't know how to do it. And I'm going to say, can you put that thing on uh, DVR. What the DVR? Can you DVR that for me? And don't nobody tell me who wins. Don't nobody tell because I'll go home and watch it later. You know what I want to do? I want to go watch the Bengals. Joe Burrow, baby. Yeah. Right? But the Lord wants me to go take somebody bowling for Marco. Amen. Right now, I just want to pray this has been a great series thank you for letting me be your pastor thank you God for your gifting and anointing on my life thank you for your word thank you for every man woman boy and girl that's here today I, I know it's a heavy message I, I know these holy habits of pushing back the plate and pushing back our desires and pushing back our agendas and learning to be spiritual and learning to be sacrificial and learning to be generous they're not our first nature they're our second nature our new nature and that can be tough on all of us at time and God I just want people to hear your voice i just want these sons and daughters of you these men and women of god to hear your voice for their spirits to store soar for their relationships to be strengthened god for their faith to grow for them to experience your benefits for them to experience your breakthrough to experience your goodness in their homes in their marriages in their finances in their parenting in their in their families god i just pray that benefit that jesus talked about when we do these things it seems like it cost us a lot but god you give back so much more Pressed down shaking together and running over god i pray you would give your peace god i pray you would give your favor god i pray you would give your power god i pray you would give your 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 deliverance and healing to each and every one of these men and women as they practice these habits, as they develop these routines, as they grow in godliness, as they start working out their own salvation with fear and trembling before you, Lord, according to the call you have on them, the journey you've appointed for them. And I pray right now today, here's the invitation, that if you've heard God in any of what I've said today, and you know there's something are some things that you need To surrender right now To let go of right now To, I'm going to say it, it's a big word It's an Old Testament word it's a church word we don't like to that you need to repent of right now today i didn't say just confess some things you need to repent of turn away from i was doing it i was okay with it i was down with it but i'm turning from it and going all together a new direction in a new way if you're in here right now and there's anything that god's put his hand on put his finger on put his mouth on put his demand on i want you to let go of it right now I want you to sacrifice it right now. If there's a commitment that God's calling you to financially, if there's a a commitment God's calling you to emotionally, physically, relationally, if if there's a new direction God's placing in your heart for your walk, I want you to commit to that right now. Just say, God, I'm sorry of the things i've done god i'm sorry for where i've missed it god i'm sorry i've been dull god i'm sorry i've been insensitive god i'm sorry i've been selfish but right now i feel the spirit man rising i feel the holy spirit talking to me and calling me in you to a new place and i want that today i receive that today i commit to that today in jesus name amen and amen